Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, what's up? This is Angel and you're listening to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. Hello and welcome to Avenue This Music Podcast, the original and still the best podcast for your original and unsigned, unheard music from around the globe. As always, I'm Wayne, and with me, as always on the show, I'm joined by Richie. Say hello, Richie. Hello, Wayne. You tried something new then, didn't you? It threw you a bit. I've been tra- practicing all day. It still threw me a little bit. Just, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. As always, as well, we have Neil. Say hello, Neil. Hello, Neil. Hello, Neil. We always have a special guest on the show. He was the fourth member of the uh, of the podcast for the evening, and tonight we have uh, the producer from America, Angel. Say hello, Angel. Hey, how are you? Yeah. Yeah, we're all good, mate. How's, uh, how's, the, how's the Americas looking? Well, I'm actually in Canada. Um, oh, even better. But, uh, I mean, we're close enough. We're neighbors. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, uh, life is pretty different out here, you know, because of the pandemic and everything. And uh, it's a little different, but, you know, we're, we're getting along. You know, is it much forward, different? Is it much different in Canada to what it is in America? Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, we don't have as much cases. It's definitely affected us, you know, the economy and whatnot. But um, we definitely don't have as much cases as they have. I mean, we got a little more than 30, I guess, 33 million people in Canada. So we're definitely a lot smaller. But in terms of cases, we, we got some, but not as much as they have. Right Your now. healthcare system is much better over in Canada as well. Uh, oh, yes. We're very fortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't got to, you know, when uh, you, you get a broken arm here, you can go and get it taken care of, you know. You yeah, don't get, you don't get sent co- away. It's not going to cost you £20,000. No, it's not <laughs> going to cost you $20,000. No way. Well, it's a, it's a very warm welcome to the show anyway, Angel. And you're, you're more than welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No worries. No worries. As, as always, we are a podcast of four rounds. We start with the head-to-head. This is a section of the show where myself, Richie, and Neil bring a song that we have had sent to us via the email submissions. You can submit your song to us via the email address info at yhhtmpc.com. Send the music over. If we like it, you might you get played on the show at some point. Richie's just won the season this season. He's completely run away with it. He's spanked me and Neil more on more than one occasion. The both of us have only got half the points that he has. So uh, Richie's And that get... was outside the podcast just messing about. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I enjoyed it. Richie's going to be going first. On what, what song are you bringing, Rich? I'm bringing "I Like Trains" with their song. Can't get fucked. <laughs> I do this every week. It's like a stalwart of the show, now, mate. If you got it right, it just wouldn't work at all. Look, I deleted the page. I was you that I had it on. It's called a steady Absolute hand, mate. Fucking go, lad. 
fuck's sake, we're absolute professionals on this show, Angel. Absolute professionals. <laughs> That's okay. It's a steady hand. Okay. So, yeah, I've brought a steady hand by the band I Like Trains. Very good, very good. Enjoy. And uh, Neil, uh, what song will you be bringing? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, for oh, some reason, I thought we went straight. So, yeah, you're still introducing, it, aren't you? It'll still flow, don't worry. Neil, what song are you bringing for your head to head? I will be bringing the Deep Sea Parrots with their song Interstellar Taxi Driver. How could you forget that title now? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I will be bringing the band the Paragon Calls with their song Save Me. After um, we play those songs, we have a good chat about them. Angel will choose his favourite and we'll add it to the total and. To the spoils go the winner. After that, we move on to our a newest section. We're still it's still bedding in, really, isn't it? On the on the main show, it was on the B sides for a long time, uh, which is the wild card section. You want to explain the wild card, Rich? Choose a random song and play it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, nice and simple. Yeah, pick a song from the submissions, play it. Never heard it before, and we have a chat about it. Could be the best song you've ever heard, and it could be the other. If it is dog shit, we probably won't talk about it. We'll probably just move <laughs> swiftly on to the next round. <laughs> You'll know. Awkward. You'll know now. <laughs> um, so then, uh, after that, we, we move on to Neil's favourite round, which is the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode Go. Now, this is a section of the show where, on a previous episode, we've chose a, a genre that is overlooked or unheard of and go away and find some music of it. On the last episode, goes a good speed, chose for me to go and find the music of Poster Dubstep. So I brought a band, well, a guy called Corliss and his song 4D. So we'll have a chat about that. Do we have permission to play his music? We don't, because I can't find where the hell to ask. I've, I've looked and looked. So, uh, at this moment in time, I'm afraid that we don't. Just play it tonight, fuck him. Uh, and then we'll finish I up... tried. We'll finish up with the artist Spotlight. Um, in this case, it's uh, the, our friend Angel from America. Uh, sorry, from Canada. And uh, we'll talk about what he's been getting up to over the last few months and what's, what's you know bright in the future and all what he's been getting up to. Have I missed anything? Nah. No, I, I do not so believe so. Very Moving good. on. So we'll move to the first round then, which is the... Do some post-production shit on that for yeah, me. I might, I might massively double that and then put some echo and some reverb on it. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounded a little bit Gregorian. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right then, <laughs> so we move on to the head-to-head round. Always the winner goes first, and pretty much for 12 episodes solid, Rich has been going first, so uh, Rich, it's your, it's your go first. Uh, tell us all about the song. You... Um, should we listen to it first, and then I'll tell you? Do that, yeah. Let's do that. That's what I meant. Okay, so this is A Steady Hand by I Like Trains.
that was I Like Chains with their song A Steady Hand. Can we say about I Like Chains, I'm not going to say anything, I'll let them say it. Over ten years on from their beginnings, through their retelling of... Do you want to turn that down a bit, Wayne? No, it should be us, actually. It's not that loud. No. Over ten years on from their beginnings, through their retelling of some of Western history's most idiosyncratically bleak tales of human interest to their realisation of humanity lying prostate on the hands of environmental and technological factors far greater than us. I like trains have been transfixed by the art of survival, a group who stood apart from the crowd even as their adopted home of Leeds enjoyed its hype boom and bust years during the mid-noughties. Under the microscope of the wider media during its New Yorkshire era, they have never really been fashionable, too surely, too bleak and too stubborn to follow the premeditated narrative placed on them by their critics and peers. They have not cared for escapism even as they voyage through an age of it. Their albums have confronted head-on fears that most people choose to switch off turn over and click away from prolonging and intensifying reality's inevitable impact so that's how they describe themselves they sound to me like uh, a bunch of academics with a chip on the shoulder but um, the music is undeniably good that's uh, I can't take away from the music but I'd be interested to see what they sound like live I listened to some of their earlier stuff and it was completely different to this this Blew me away. So much going on. All of the spoken word aspect. He's, he's, he didn't. They're from England, but the, he doesn't sound English. He's got that Baz Luhrmann thing going on again. You know the. Uh, do you remember Sunscreens? Uh, class of class of sixty nine was it or ninety nine? Something like that. Ninety one. Spoke. No, it wasn't. Um, but yeah, and then got that industrial. Yes, and I love that industrial guitar, and it's got an industrial feel, very electronic industrial. But I, I love it, and it's very intense. It's very, it almost makes me feel anxious, but in a good way. Very good. The, mu- mu- the musicality of it all is brilliant. It's got some really good production. That seem like a really good band. I don't. Yeah, I, that's that's what I think. What did you think of this, Wayne? Let's start with Angel. You know what? I, I, you know, in listening to all of these, I, I mean, I got like, I got a new wave type of a sound from it. But you know, it, it was a little bit too hard left for me. You know, um, I, 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 I felt it to be, you know, the music's good, but a little bit uh, too experimental. Um, that's the vibe that I got from it. You know, I do see it as a genre all into itself, but I did, you know, again, catch a new wave type of vibe, uh, uh, to it, which I actually really, really love. Um, so, uh, which leads me to the one that I, well, I won't say the, the one that I chose that I actually really, really liked. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, it was cool. I wasn't that crazy about it, to be honest, you know, but it was, I mean, it, it was cool. It was cool. I'll get you, I'll get you, yeah, it was, um, there was that, that new wave element, I was getting that, um, and it, it is maybe a bit avant-garde for a lot of tastes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'm saying this, but at the same time I'm thinking, ah, 
isn't that what we want though you know it's people to you know uh, think outside the box the boundaries of of music and you know not be status quo right so i'm i mean i'm spewing all this but at the same time thinking, <laughs> hmm, you you know, at the end of the day you still gotta like what you like a little like. bit too hard you know yeah. Because they are there, there is something very unique, you know. So I'm slowly backtracking a little here because I'm, <laughs> I'm actually replaying the music in my mind because I did listen to them a lot, and I'm like, okay. But for me personally, if I'm just as you know, uh, that's why one of these really struck me because it had almost an '80s feel to it too, that I really, really love because I'm an '80s guy. Like, well done, Wayne. <laughs> I love that decade. Like, it makes me crazy. Really? Yeah. Cool. No, I'll get that. I'll get that. Uh, Neil, then. Give me Neil. Um, I was quite surprised this was a choice from you, Rich. You say, somebody says this about me every week. I, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, you know, straight off the bat, I thought this was phenomenal. This is right up my street. It's weird. It's avant-garde. I definitely got that thing you were saying about it kind of makes you feel anxious. I, I was I was playing it earlier to Joe, and I said it, and we both agreed it was phenomenal. Um... And we, uh, we, 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 I said that it kind of, it's got like a disturbing quality about it. It makes, it's unsettling, but in it's a good way. It's almost like a horror film type of yeah. vibe. It could get easily go in like a, a new Nightmare of Elm Street or something. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But it, um, I mean, the reason I'm so surprised by you is it very much, um, I definitely get a new wave thing, uh, Angel. I agree with you there. And yeah, it, it very, yeah, very much put, for put sure. me in mind of, a bit more industrial, but kind of like a, like a sort of industrial take on early '80s indie and almost yes. synthwave. You know, kind of this Joy Division in there, and um, it's sort of Joy Division meets Nine Inch Nails mm. in a way. Um, I, I I loved it. At, uh, what else to say about it? Really, it, um, there was something else I was going to say. It's completely slipped my mind now. It was oh yeah, that was it. He's um, he's sort of spoken word type thing. It put me in mind a bit of um, that guy who did La Pigeon, John Mouse. Oh, yeah. He, he, the way he delivered the lines, it was like the same sort of intonation of the words. and His, his voice was similar, but a little bit a little bit less fun and a little bit darker. A little bit which, more which intense. I like. A little bit more intense, yeah. A more intense John Mouse. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot. Cool. Cool. Wayne? I mean... I, I think your journey to the dark side is complete, Rich. I do. I th- I this think is this is this. this <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of guitar in this. This, this it doesn't matter, mate. It doesn't. And it doesn't even sound. It doesn't even sound like. It doesn't even sound so like eighty synth. There's so much. Synth it doesn't, but it's there. It's, it's there. It's kind of like a nod towards eighty synth, yeah. but it's not eighty synth. It's more. It's more. It's more polished synth. It's more up to date. It's more refined. Not like the eighties. It was like we have found something new. We're gonna. Ch- we're gonna just use it anyway, even though it's not done properly yet. Fucking eighties. I, I mean, for me, you know, Neil was making comparisons and comparing, um, you know, an eighties band to a more current band. I mean, I was going. I got Visage from this. You know, right the way through to Faithless. That's where I went with this. Faithless. Definitely get get on board with the faceless. Faceless. (laughs) Faceless. Yeah. Yeah. Faithless. And Visage. The the song I'm thinking of when I'm hearing this is Fade to Grey. You know, we fade to Mm. grey and all that. You know, dark synth and like you say, like you know, nail on the head. It's really industrial. It's really dark and gloomy. It has that you know grimy feel to it. It's very tactile in, in, in that respect. You know, I, I think it's great. I, I agree with everything. You know, it's very avant-garde. It's very out there. It's not for everybody. 
It's just my cat scratching her neck, that is. Um, yeah, but I'd... All right, cat, stop that now. Stop. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's it. You're done. You, you've, you've, you've danced around synth a little bit, synth pop and a bit of synth pop, and now you've brought some industrial 80s. That's it, you're there. You're there, that's it. The 80s, the, 80s, the 80s didn't even know what industrial was. You're going to bring some craft work next week, that's it, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Do you want to go next, Neil, or shall I? Really don't mind, mate. Uh, you go next, then, mate. All right, then. Um, so I'm bringing uh, Deep Sea Parrots with their song Interstellar Taxi Drive. I transport all people's souls from one world to another. You can call it taxi rank and you can call me brother. Through a stargate we will take a single soul all of us. Until we find the perfect place for them to rediscover. All the love that they once had for life and one another. Sister acts and brotherhoods and fathers and their mothers When we get there we will share Cos our love never stutters We have been the chosen ones The ones whose hearts are flutters I'm an interstellar taxi driver You may think I'm dead But I'm the last survivor Parrots with their song Interstellar Taxi Driver. Um, this was a bit of fun, really. Turn it I... up a bit, Wayne, in the background <laughs> for me, because I can't remember what it was. I, um... Hang on a second, I've got to find out where it is. 
this wasn't my first choice for this week. I had a, I had a song all, all prepared, um, which I will bring on a future show. Um, I can't forget what it is off the top of my head now, but uh, you know, it, I don't want to um, ruin his thunder anyway. But it was absolutely the song I was going to bring was very, very layered, very detailed, very structured, very. There was a lot to it. Um, and I, I was going to go with that. Um, and I was listening to a few, just listening to a few submissions that have been sent into us, and then I spotted Deep Sea Parrots Interstellar Taxi Driver, <laughs> and I thought, that sounds amazing, I hope it's good. Oh god, that's so and real I, music. <laughs> I stuck it on, and I kind of like thought, yeah, I like it. It's a bit, it's a bit basic, there's not really a lot to it, but it's, it's fun. And I kind of thought, yeah, I enjoyed that. I'll leave it where it is, maybe come back to it, and um, went back to my original choice. And then half an hour later, I realised all I had in my head was Interstellar Taxi Driver, and it got that hook, it just got into my brain, and I was like, that's it, I'm, I'm bringing them. Like a parasite? Yeah, and it's it's just like, it, it, it is basic, it's, 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 the same, it's the same melody all the way through, you know, it's, there's no variation. But it is what it is, it does what it needs to do, and, and I think sometimes there's, there's a case for that, where, you know, a song just achieves what it needs to with a few simple chords, and I think that is a classic example of that. I think, like, the li- I think sorry, carry on. The lyrics are bonkers, I love it, it's great, what's what's not to love about it? So, whoever wants to go first. I think Wayne sung last week, um, Tolu McKay, that was a good example of a song that does does what it says on the tin. It's nothing groundbreaking. It was just a really nice song, nice voice, nice production, uh, nice message. This, this Neil, oh, it's definitely Neil. You know, last week I said I liked it. I liked the song you bought. It was definitely Neil music, but it was towards the end of the scale of the Neil music that I can uh, that I like. This is not that side of the scale. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I can't. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad because it's not bad. It's just not my taste. Um, it's, it's, it's very you. It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I've got nothing negative to say about it. It's just not my taste. Yeah, Wayne or um, Angel. Yeah, let's move on to Angel. You know, for me, honestly, I listen to this and it's like I just see some guy laying down, looking up at the ceiling. Um, High as a kite. <laughs> that that's that's the vibe I got. To be honest, like you go onto the website like, and you're probably right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I just and again I agree with you know it's not my it's not my taste, but I gotta tell you I I hear like this this could be attached to a movie you know one of these those weird abstract. <laughs> movies where people are just it's just there's no rhyme or reason you know there's something very interesting about this song you mean what i download it no not really but the artistic element to it you know it's there i'm not gonna lie you know it's just something very but it's it just reminds me of a stoner song you know like that's the vibe i get from it. even the name of the title you know it's uh <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, just somebody just losing it, just laying there in their mom's basement, man, just... I mean, know. the lyrics are so random and so kind of like, well, not exactly random, but they sound like very much like, it sounds like something's come up, something somebody's come up with on the spot while high. 
Yeah, no. but but that's what it is. That's what he. That's what he does. It's... Yeah, but there's a way of doing that, and the Beatles did that perfectly. This guy, it's like he tried to do the same thing, but fell on his ass. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't agree. I mean, <laughs> yellow. It's got. It's got. It's got the same amount of depth as Yellow Submarine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Submarines yeah. can definitely go deeper. Hey. Yeah, it could. It could have been a little. It could go a little bit deeper, but you made you got. But, but then the Yellow Submarine wasn't written by a band called the Deep Sea Parrots. No, oh, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. That one. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. no. So, yeah. Well, definitely artistic. You know, uh, the, the, you creative. Creative is the word. I think. Yeah, Wayne. Right. Okay, I have a number of questions about this song. Right. How does one acquire a license to be an interstellar taxi driver? Do you need oh, you, to you need uh, no, take this is some? What I'm trying to say you got to be stoned. You, yeah, do you need to take some interstellar knowledge? You know, some sort of test yeah, like well, that. Yeah, I, I don't know what. what, <laughs> what I think you just need to take copious amounts of LSD, right? Mean, yeah, yeah or something. Isn't some it? Or something, <laughs> right? If it's a glider, you, know, you can get any license, it? I guess, when you're on that, right? <laughs> If it's a glider, how does it get airborne? <laughs> Who right? knows, brother? And then the last one is, but, right, uh, is he a Scientologist and this is the spacecraft that takes you to heaven when you die? Hey, listen, they don't believe in that, right? Like, they have... That's <laughs> no, not even they, they believe that when you die, your spirit are you goes a sci- to the... Are you a Scientologist, Angel? Um, um, no, I'm not. Definitely not. I, I just was... I'm very intrigued. You know, when I was in New York City, I actually passed by uh, the Scientologist church. And guys, I got to tell you, it's very creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they believe in, like, they live for a billion years. And, uh, you know, I I don't want to, I'm not qualified to speak too much on it. But what I've heard is just so intense. And, uh, yeah, yeah, this could be right up the alley. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For, <laughs> You're saying that, I mean, you know, that's Tom Cruise. Services. I, I mean, I don't know. That's Tom Cruise aged in the last 30 years. Now you're saying that. He, he has, you know but he's, got, he's, that's, he's that's, got the money to correct it every time he does. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. He says, actually, Tom Cruise, I watched something the other day. He says he doesn't need to wear a mask. And I don't know if this was just a. But he says he doesn't, he doesn't need to wear a mask. Oh. To protect himself from coronavirus, pretty crazy. Yeah, the bloke, right. the bloke is batshit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and in all se- in, in in all seriousness, when we come come back down after you know being in, in in the interstellar taxi, I mean this is full on Neil music, isn't it? This, you know, yeah. it's it's a nice song. It's very catchy, like 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 Neil said. Um, I find for a three minute song it's very... so is the cur- so is the coronavirus. Oh dear! Wow! <laughs> yeah, you had to go there, didn't um, you? I mean, for a three minute song, it's very repetitive and it does make it feel a bit longer. I was shocked just when I saw that it's two minutes fifty eight. I thought it was a lot longer song than that. And the last thing I've, I've got here is, isn't really a comment on the song. It's why haven't we got a playlist on Spotify that's called Neil Music? <laughs> We're going to have to correct that for the new year. I'm on for me as well. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, nice enough song there. We, we, could, we couldn't really pitch an old Rich because his music taste seems to change. So. Well, this is the thing. I've got a genre for us next. I'll, I'll explain, explain it after the genre challenge. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah. I've, got, I've got a bit of a surprise this week. Oh, God. Oh. I hate your surprises. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, so shall we move on to my song then? 
Yeah, yeah that, let's. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we're going to move on to my song, which is a song called Save Me by a band called Paragon Calls. Enjoy. So that was Save Me. That's that's not that. That's that. There we go. This one. So, Parag- so let's talk about my throne myself. So Paragon Calls are Jay Bonaparte and Michelle Opthor, I think her name is. 
Uh, they are from Ottawa and they are an ethereal alternative electro pop group. Uh, they bring together a lush, electronic, almost industrial sound with indie vocals and melodic compositional sensibilities. The songs are with a lo-fi intensity and a rawness of a garage band. I mean, the minute I played this through our submissions, I just fell in love with it. It's it's right at my street. You know, it's got that lovely, I mean, sultry, brilliant singing and the phrasing of, of the words as she sings is, is, you know, it's exactly what makes Wayne music for me. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Like I said, I just loved it from the minute I played it. It's got this great energy. It's got a brilliant drive and it's ethereal as well. I mean, I, you know, we love ethereal on this show. I could have brought a number of their songs, to be honest. They're, they're all fantastic. They're, they're really, really good band. Uh, definitely, definitely check the guys out. You know, it's the sound is like a, it's a retro modern sound. It's not dissimilar to uh, to Richie's song, to be honest. To where the I like train song, it has that sort of sensibility. So yeah, um, start with you, Neil. I've got two words for you. <laughs> two 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 words I haven't used for a while on this podcast, but I did, particularly in season one, I was very guilty of overusing Chrissy Hind. Hmm? I was definitely getting a sort of eighties pretenders vibe from it. With a bit, with a bit, with a bit of an indie undercurrent. It's, it's a bit of a stretch, but I can sort of, sort of hear it. It's a bit of a stretch. It's though. kind of like it's that sort of like sort of punk indie kind of um, kind of sound. But yeah, I I liked it a lot. Yeah, it, it was it was what it was. It's, I don't know. There wasn't anything to sort of stand out. So that sounds really negative, but it was just a very very good, enjoyable song. It. Uh, I mean, I say nothing stand out. Her, her, her voice was amazing. Not in a, not in a sort of polished, sort of you know, opera singer type way, but amazing as in it fitted the song perfectly. And there, there was a power and intensity behind it, which I think carried the song. But yeah, sort of felt very, very eighties, very right up my street, really. So yeah, I liked it a lot. And that chord progression as well. Dun dun dun. Yeah, fantastic. That was it. Yeah, there, there was sort of a very. Um, sort of intense sort of um, not intense really just a anthemic sort of start to it which didn't let up throughout the song mm. Rich who are you next um, I think the reason you're struggling to tear this apart is because there's so much going on there in the way of influences I mean I was you probably disagree with me but I was hearing Billy Joel in there I was hearing uh, uh, Billy Joel yeah 80s power pop like, uh, ba- like bands like Banana Armour and yeah. Things like that. I also heard um, the undertones. Uh, there seemed to be a lot of influences in there. You could have almost sang teenage kicks over the top of it, but it was good though. It was very good. Very. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing really negative to say about it. It was a good song. So yeah. Cool. Liked it. Enjoyed it. Angel. You know what? Out of all the songs, I really, really enjoyed the song. You know, it just it gave me that '80s feel. I gotta be honest, you know, I love the vocals. I love the way, you know, it was presented and kind of reminded me of, um, there's a band out here, um, to the two sisters, twins, uh, Tegan and Sarah. Um, I just, I love their music and this was reminiscent of that. You know, I love the hook. I got nothing bad to say about this song. I loved it from front to back. Absolutely. You know, and again, I'm like I say all the time, I'm an eighties guy and I just, I really caught that, you know, that um that eighties vibe from it. You know, almost that Belinda Carlisle, you know, the gold. Ah, yeah. Know. Yeah. You know, I got that because it's just I just I love how it just made me feel, you know, when I heard this record. So, you know, uh, I love it. 
Cool. Cool. Well, so, I think that answers our next question, Wayne. <laughs> are we all spent? Are we, are we all done? Has anybody else got any retrospective comments to say? No. no. Okay, then. so shall we move on to our final verdict then? Go on then. Right, which so, was your favourite song? There you go, Angel. What, if, which... if, he says, if, he, if he says Interstellar Taxi Driver, name. Which other three songs, uh, Angel, was your favourite this week? Uh, definitely uh, Paragon Cars, for sure. Oh my God, somebody other than Richard's woman is amazing. I didn't think it was going to happen this season. I've got to be honest. I think I think if because of I think it's because of Angel's background and uh, his love of the ages. I think if we'd have had um, Parallax Skies on this week, I might have had a chance. I think I think so. Yeah, I think you'd have had a chance. Oh, good lord! It feels weird. It feels weird. You're not winning this week, Mitch. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, right then. So uh, yeah. So. Thank you very much, Angel, for the win. Um, definitely, people, go check out Par- uh, Paragon. Yeah, Paragon. I'm going to say Paragon Score, isn't it? Paragon Cause. <laughs> yeah, Paragon Cause with their song Save Me. Go check out Richie's song I Like Trains with their song A Steady Hand. And go check out, if you want to be weirded out a little bit, go check out Neil's song, The Deep Sea Parrots, with their song Interstellar Taxi Driver. You can find all these in the show notes and whatnot, and it's on our Spotify oh, uh, playlist as well. If, if you want to listen to a slightly different version of Interstellar Taxi Driver, they've got an album available to stream on Bandcamp, which is their um, The Deep Sea Parrots Unglugged, which is their uh, their, their take on an unplugged album. There's an acoustic version of it. I quite like the idea of them being unplugged. <laughs> Yeah, the acoustic version is actually brilliant. It's, uh, it it, it sounds very much. It, 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 it's very laid back and it's very. It's still got the stoner vibe, but very much like when you're coming round the next morning and you're just there with your acoustic guitar. Nice. All right, and so we wrap up yeah, the head yeah. to head now. So now we move on to what? What section is it now, Ridge? It's the wild card. <laughs> So this is the wild card section of the show. Uh, this is where we choose a, a, a song at complete random, and then we're going to play it and discuss it. So have you got your emails up, Rich? I've got my emails up. What I'm going to do is I'm going to flick through all the submissions we've been given, and uh, you're going to say stop at some point, Angel. And when you say stop, I'm going to put my finger on the artist we're going to choose. So I'm flicking through, I'm flicking through. Flicking through, say stop. Okay, so we've got the email says your new favourite indie band introducing the roster. They are called the roster. I've got four pictures here, uh, three guys, one looking a bit like a chav. The lead singer, I'm guessing. I'm guessing he's not a chav because I'm guessing this is some kind of rock music. Basic guitarist, the lead guitarist in the picture. It says, band bio, the roster are a hot new Derby five-piece. Okay. That expertly fused different styles varying from chilled piano to heavy rock and everything in between. Instantly differing from the usual bog-standard indie being churned out. Sewn. Sewn? Churned out. Sewn. Open so oh the songs they've got a song called Sewn is that what I'm listening to? I don't know. No. Opens with easy piano. I'm guessing that's the album. Opens with an easy piano, reminiscent of Faith No More. After which you're hit with a superb vocal that the kind of soulful rock growl that comes with years of 
excessive whiskey drinking and there's lots of other stuff about this band and uh, I'll uh, put it all in the show notes and I've had a lot of gin so I can't be asked to read because as we can tell that's not working out very well so everything in the show they, they had you at excessive whiskey drinking didn't they yeah so I don't even drink gin usually I'm out of whiskey and it was the wife's birthday so I so you nicked all the birthday gin I bought her this expensive gin set with like like rare whis- uh, whiskeys, gins in, and it's like like really posh old bottles with dust on and shit. And I'm slowly working my own way through them. This is the Rostan with their song "Made of Lead."
So, so that was our wild card for the week. That was the roster. Feet, with feet, a song of, feet of glass or something like that. Made of lead. Feet of lead. Made, made of, lead. of lead. Yeah. Made, made of lead by the roster. By the roster, yeah. A Derby indie band. Mm. It was nice. It was, you know, nice solid bit of indie that one. You wanna, mm. you wanna go first, Neil? He was, he was, he was walking a fine line between a flat voice and um, not for, and, and completely in tune. It's kind of, but it wasn't done like because he, he can't sing. It was kind of like he did it purpose, purposefully, and it was it seemed, it seemed to work. It was very strange. Neil, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, okay, first impressions. The first couple of chords really reminded me of an ISG song. Yes. And the and the and the um, the the solo. I can't remember. I can't remember which song it was, but the um, the uh, the ISG for those who don't know is a band that. Uh, well, we've all been in at various points. I mean, me very briefly, and I didn't actually play a gig with you. Mainly, mainly Wayne and Rich. Um, yeah, there, there was uh, the opening. The opening sort of two chords put me in mind of, a, of an ISG song, and I can't. I can't think which one it was. Um, but yeah, it's um, very well put together, very well structured song. The drums came in at the wrong time, but it worked. <laughs> if that makes was any it, sense. It, it was... wasn't the wrong time then, was it? No, it wasn't, <laughs> but he, he was... Alright, let me rephrase that. The drums came in at an unusual and unexpected time, but it worked. It was kind of like, you know, you're kind of getting used to this, you've got this sort of ethereal kind of keyboard-driven thing, and all of a sudden this heavy drum beat comes in, you know, you'd like most songs would hold that back till, like, the the middle eight or the end of the song. It's like, no, we're going to stick it in now. Oh, fucking hell. Um, I've got images of the guitar going, what time do you call this to the drums? <laughs> <laughs> the, the vocals were interesting, um... I mean, I, I don't know what you said earlier, Rich, about whether, you know, that was deliberately sung in that way. I, I don't know, either. I couldn't I couldn't work out whether he could sing or not. But <laughs> it, but, it, but it worked with the song. It was like, uh, I mean, it's, you know, some of my favourite bands, you know, you, Bob Bono can't sing to save his life. Uh, Roger Waters isn't a great singer. Uh, Liam Gallagher, terrible singer. But... Somehow, those band, the bands managed to create songs that suit those. So is that why you think it sounds weird? Because what's happened is they've got this singer. He's been a mate for their of theirs for so long, and he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll be a singer in your band." And I'm like, "Okay." And then when he's come along, started singing, they've had to like kind of work around his voice to make it work. Well, they've gone, "This is really shit." Not, no, so what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get creative to make it work. A bit like um, Johnny Cash. You'd, you'd be surprised you. how many bands. You'd be surprised how many bands actually do that. But he, no, not 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 that kind of thing. It's just he, his voice was interesting. Yeah. You know, he wasn't he wasn't polished. It didn't sound polished and perfect, but it was interesting. It's the sort of thing I would go out and way to listen to because it, it interested me. Yeah, yeah, he's the, kind of he's kind of trying to fit his accent in there with the um, yeah, yeah. There, there was there was a lot of character to it. Yeah. Um, the one if I have to make one criticism, actually, it was the guitar solo. It felt unnecessary. It felt Dated. sort of tacked on. Yeah, it was almost like, oh, we've done everything else. We need an eighties guitar solo. <laughs> yeah. you, 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 you didn't. You absolutely didn't. I do agree. Um, I, did, I, did, I did think that when I heard it. It felt it felt sort of tacked on and unnecessary, and it distracted me from the song a little bit. But but other than that, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. 
so yeah, somebody else. All right, uh, Angel, let's give it you. I don't know. It just I <laughs> I got lost in it to be honest. You know, I I just after a certain point I just faded out. You know, <laughs> I just didn't understand it. You know, I I you know um, but it, you know you can tell that a lot of thought was put into it, but it's definitely not my thing. It was just. You know, uh, melodically, I it just wasn't enough to hiss. It wasn't enough to keep me there. The indie rock you know? scene really isn't so your I thing, just, is it? Excuse me. The indie rock scene in there—it's it, not really your thing. You know what? Actually, no, because I actually well, I love indie. Well, I don't know if let me be careful here. I want to make sure I'm saying the right thing. I like pop punk. There's a lot of bands I listen to, pop punk bands. There's a pop, there's a there's a band called Spark the Rescue. Um, I, I like that pop punk music, and these are could be they'd be considered like indie bands. Yeah. No one really knows these guys. They got like their little cult following. I love that music because it's just so melodically. I think their melodies are just crazy. I love them. They're just so melodically, you know, in tune with their songs. I I do have a hard time grasping you know some indie bands that are just because again i use the word experimental it just seems very because I'm, I'm from a pop genre that's like i you know that's the music that i you know so i'm, I'm really into again i'm saying it over again the 80s i really love that type of music and that decade was so heavily influenced by melodies you know um from the r&b to the, the new wave stuff and everything the rock the soft the, the power ballads so I always look for the the, mel- the melodic <clears throat> structure, uh, uh, the undertone in every song, and if I don't hear it, I sort of get lost, you know, in it because I'm so. I guess I'm spoiled that way. That's what I, I look for. <laughs> That's know? fair enough. This is very stereotypically uh, Brit Brit indie uh, rock. This is a uh, this is this is kind of like post Brit pop, I think. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. But, um, but listen, not taken away from what they like. I, no, I no. Know, I mean, know, this is just my opinion. My word is not gospel. But I've listened to you. I've listened to the music you produce, and it's uh, it is a million miles away from this t- style of music. So, oh, thank you, you so much. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And, but you know, this is the thing. I want to be careful though, like because I don't want to come off like I'm judging. I'm just this is me specifically because I'm sure there's people that listen to that and just love it and go crazy. And, and kudos to them. I su- you know I support anybody. You know, it's a tough business that we're in. I it's support anybody. Who, it's, it's, music's subjective, isn't it? What's good to one person is awful to another. Absolutely. So. Uh, because you know what? There are people that will listen to my stuff and say, this is cheese. This is, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's indie rock guys or indie bands that listen to my stuff and say, whatever, this is just so left popcorn. Like, I don't like this. And that's fine. And so what you're saying is so true. It's subjective to, yeah. to the listener. So that's why, you know, but I can appreciate everything. But that's just my honest opinion. See, that's, that's what's so cool. great about this podcast. You know, we're bringing, it'll be something different again next week. You know, we, we, we throw it all in and see what comes out of it. I mean, for me, these guys, I mean, it's interesting what you're saying there, Angel. It sort of makes sense to me now that, the big bands that were over here in in Britain, bands like Oasis and Blur and um, oh I mean, my god, yeah, know, they didn't really transmit brilliantly across the Atlantic at all. 
And perhaps it's just... You're talking to piss? I, I did. I mean, oh, I see it's filed, mate. Not they didn't on. fail at all. They, the Americans... Well, the well, Americans I mean, those guys can start them. fighting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah they right? inspired the killers, and that was about it. Yeah, that's, that's, they, that's really the only the only impact they had on America. Yeah, they were not they were not a massive band like they were over here at all. In, in, I, don't, I, I mean, Blur, I, I know nothing about in, in America at all, whether they did well or not. So yeah, it's one of them. The interesting thing is... You say that, Wayne. Um, I was talking about this in the week. Um, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but um, apparently, um, you may be able to confirm or deny this, um, Angel. Apparently, Bon Jovi aren't that big in America. Did you say Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi, yeah. Oh, man. Like, sorry. I just, that, that's, I, I make, sorry to cut you, that example right there, like, there's a band that, incredible. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I don't know where I heard this from, but I heard that they, 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 have, they, have, they have a lot more success in the UK than they did in their home country. See, that's oh, where really? It's like yeah, it's the, the closest ridiculous. thing, the closest thing we, the closest thing we had to, to Bon Jovi was probably Def Leppard, mm. uh, and they were massive in America. Oh, another amazing band. Mm. Yeah, I mean they, they've had like residences in Las Vegas, but they, uh, they've, they've got a bit of a cult following in the UK. It's like they're a bit, they're a bit of a Marmite band. Yeah, it's, 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 that's what I mean about music being subjective. Angel, you say that Def Leppard, they're a brilliant band, whereas I would say they could all go and eat a bag of dicks. Not a fan at all. Say what you really think. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold back, son. You... <laughs> um, so you, you just brought up the Killers there, Neil, and there's a, there's a, they're sort of confirming what I was just talking about. The Killers couldn't get a record deal in America. They, they tried everything, you know, and they, they were just about to give up and they, they came across the pond to England and they, they got signed in Britain and then they're this massive band all across the globe, but they failed in their home. Oh, yeah. It was, it was yeah. England. Brandon Flowers, his biggest inspiration was Noel Gallagher. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, <laughs> going back to the roster and, and their song Made of Lead. Um, yeah, I got, from the opening I got sort of U2 in this, I, I can't remember what, Triggered me to think you two, but there was something that got got me to think you two, sort of mixed with the, the fact that he couldn't sing. I mean, this is before the singing. He can't. Is... Yeah, I, I disagree. I think he can sing, <laughs> yeah. and I think what he's doing is intentional, and I think it works really well. To the, to he's the probably singer. a tax evader <clears throat> as well. <laughs> <laughs> See, the singer reminds me of the lead singer of the Zootons, if you know who that is. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got. I remember he's, them. He's got that sort of. You know, these guys are screaming. Uh, Northern English indie band, you know that's that sound that comes from them, and there's nothing wrong. With, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, you know, their, their heritage is in every single note they play. You know, you you guys didn't like the the, the the solo. I bloody loved it. It was warm, overdriven. You know, the bits of guitar that's in there that in, in, embedded in the production that you won't hear, I think, are fantastic. There's a lovely bit of like slidey guitar. I did not like it. Yeah. I just think it belongs in another song. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. <laughs> It's uh, yeah. It's a it's, it's a good wild card. I enjoyed it. Cool. Spent all of the links and everything to do with the band will be in the show notes. Go and check them out if you like that music. You'll probably like all the other music as well. So go and check them out. Show them some love. If you like their music, buy their music. Support your indie artists. Just one final thing on the vocal. It's like the, the best example uh, I can think of of uh, a vocal that uh, that shouldn't work but does. Kurt Cobain. I mean, the guy The guy sounds like a cat being simultaneously strangled, stamped on and set fire to. But you can't imagine Nirvana without him. 
that's a, that's a Neil quote for the eons, that is. <laughs> so we're going to move on to the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. Go! Go! Intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. So just a quick one, listeners. And you won't be joining us in this section. We've uh, recorded out a sequence here. So we've got the artist spotlight at the end, but we won't be in this section. So anyway, on a previous episode, our guest goes at good speed, challenged me to go and find the music of post-dubstep. And I've brought a song called Caller. Uh, sorry, a song called 4D by a guy called Callus. Have a listen. Oh, 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 
So that was Corliss and his song 4D. Corliss is the moniker of electronic uh, music producer Lewis Roberts from Bangor, Wales. After moving to Glasgow, he became involved in EDM. Uh, even before he was signed, he was played on national radio, and as well as by James Blake, Benji B and Giles Peterson. It's a funny one, this. You know, um, it's a funny one. I didn't realise James Blake was a DJ. Uh, yeah, he does like festivals and stuff, doesn't he? As well as doing all his stuff. I like James Blake as well. Um, mm. did, did the usual with this, you know, found a playlist. And this is the second song on the playlist I found. And just went, I really like this. You know, it's funny because I can hear the dubstep in this genre. It's, but it's slight. It, it feels more trip-hop. You know, I've, I've listened to a couple of hours of this stuff. And the more I go into it, the dubstep seemed to play second fiddle. And it became more trip hoppy stuff, which is no surprise because that's sort of its roots. That's that's where sort of post dubstep comes from. It comes from UK garage and that sort of thing. It's just a slowed down version, a more mellow version of it. Um, but it's a genre I wasn't expecting to like at all, to be honest. And I sort of fell into it. You know, it's it's not this like I say, it's not dissimilar to trip hop, and I like trip hop. And I, you know, that, that's sort of EDM. That's that's sort of my bag. And this, yeah, because I, I was expecting the whole and all that. And it wasn't there. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. I was expecting all that, and and it's it's. There. Is everybody all right? There's just been a massive arse explosion somewhere. <laughs> That's tough stuff, though, isn't it? Um, so. Anyway, sounds like a cha- sounds like a chan- farting into a speech. Sounds like a transformer farting. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I so um, I, like I say, I, thought, I sort of fell into it and enjoyed the, the genre much more than I thought I was going to. I'll be honest, it was it was it was more enjoyable than I thought. I really like this one because of the standout sort of sort of Native American, almost Icelandicy, uh, you know, Eskimo type type chanting that that we've. Uh, Heard before. Somebody else putting a microphone. Inuit. On, they? <laughs> no, it's me. I'm fucking about. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to find something. Um, it's in context, I promise. Yeah. The, the term um, you're looking for, Wayne, is Inuit Eskimo. Inuit. Sorry, not Eskimo. Wait. Eskimo is a is a slur term. Now, isn't it? Sorry. That's dubstep. Yeah, but wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it comes any second. It's quite melodic, isn't it? That yeah. It's, 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 it's always in, in, in the in the bass drop. Yeah, that's what um, most most of Stephen and Steph have not in common. There's no bass drop. What in. the big bass drop? Yeah, that's no... that's what red dubstep really kicks in. Mm. That bass, but you can feel the build up as well. Yeah. Here we go. That's Predator. This is the build up to the big bass dropping in. Here we go. It's like one of them roller coasters oh, where you get track up that really steep drop and then you get air. Take this serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, w- I will say, 
Uh, I've got a, I've got a bit about dubstep. But I'll let you guys have a chat. I will say that I left the playlist on at work um, on on our computer, and I went and had lunch and just forgot it was on. And when I came back, it had been turned off. And the guy I worked with said, "The girls from upstairs came down and said, can you turn this off because it sounds like a shit Turkish rave,' which uh, <laughs> which made me laugh so much." Um, we start with you, Rich. <laughs> It's just EDM. I like EDM of all, pretty much most stars of EDM. Um, I can see where the dubstep element would have been in it. To me, I, I don't know. I just, for something that was post dubstep, it doesn't feel much like dubstep at all. It's, it feels like a million, completely different style of EDM. Um, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was good. As um, as far as EDM goes, it was a nice, it was a good bit of good bit of music. Like I say, I struggled with with the post, you know, dubstep because when it was said to me post dubstep, I instantly had the bass drop. In my you head. just heard Optimus Prime have a fart, <laughs> and it sounded nothing like that. Exactly, it sounds like it's like I say, it's, it's sort of it's trip hop with you know, a, a dubstep sensibility, I suppose. You know, it's using the same sort of sounds. Yeah. Neil. I mean, to be fair, I mean that that, that sound, that r- r- robot type sound, is mm. synonymous with dubstep. But that isn't what dubstep is. Dubstep is the um, the beat. It's the the slowness. It's the it's the double, it's the double time, not double time. It's the half time beat, in mm. you know, with an EDM drum and bass kind of background. That's what the dubstep the, is. The sub, the sub sub bass. Yeah, the, the one that's sort yeah. of like you, you, can, you feel it you in can your have chest, dub- but you can't actually hear it. I think it. you can have. I think you can have dubstep without that. Though it's mm. no, I, I, don't I suppose you can actually. Yeah, you, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's got to. It's got to have that. Mm. Yeah, mm. Neil. Neil. Dubstep confuses me and bothers me. And me. Agreed. I saw a meme once. I saw a meme <laughs> once of a load of aliens sat round a table chatting. You just stole my thunder. I was about to say that. <laughs> I was, yeah. Carry on, carry, carry on, carry on. And uh, one of them says to the other, we've sent a message down to Earth. And, uh, they've started unfo- dancing but to they've, it. They've started dancing to it and called it dubstep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty accurate, really. <laughs> It, it, it makes no sense. It just doesn't compute with me. It confuses me and bothers me and doesn't disturb me because I like being disturbed. I just don't get it. This this I enjoyed. It was far more melodic than it should have any right to be being associated with dubstep. It's not associated with this. It's like the aftermath of dubstep. The aftermath of dubstep. Yeah, but it, 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 well, that's your association there. It's it's kind of like it, it's sort of like it's sort of like dubstep when it's. Realised it's a bit of an arse and grown up a bit and decided to be a bit more mature. Go home, dubstep, you're drunk. It's 10 o'clock, dubstep, we've got to close the bar now. <laughs> There's fucking seven of you, get out. <laughs> so with that one fucking dubstep, are you? Why, why yeah. has nobody done any memes about the boys, the seven? Oh. The... I've seen all the memes about the Magnificent Seven and all the rest of it. Well, why has nobody done a meme? There you go, I, I need. If I've got, I got a photo, I need to dig. Out, I need to dig out my version of Photoshop and create a meme based on the boys. <laughs> and the, and the <laughs> film Unluck, Unlucky Number Seven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, I've got a few. We've had the Seven Dwarves. We've had we've had the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. We, we need the seven from the boys. Right, I've got a few little bits of uh, dubstep. Seventh Samurai, you got kicked out of Bar South. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's this name? 
Is there a story there, or are you just talking shit? No. Can only have six samurais in there. <laughs> did, did you know, the, the Magnificent Seven actually was a remake of The Seven Samurai. Yes, random. And The Bug's Life is a remake of The Magnificent Seven. We can keep going with this. Um, anyway, random. So, uh, post-dubstep is a word that describes music that takes the basic uh, idea, stroke, sound of dubstep and takes, and takes it in a new direction. You know, often mixing elements of uh, IDM, us IDM, industrial dance music, which is on it. Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. yeah. Hip-hop and trip-hop. And Idi- idiotic dance music. <laughs> oh, Neil, you sound such a dad when you say stuff like that. <laughs> Um, I, I couldn't really find that really that much. You know, it's about it's played at about 130 BPM, you know, um, and it incorporates. What, du- what this is? Yeah. What dubstep is? This is post dubstep. Plays at about 130 BPM. It sounded a lot slower. 130 I think it's because yeah. yeah, but it's it's played in half time. So mm. yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah, and the only other bit I really got was post dubstep incorporates elements of ambient music, early R&B, garage and two-step. That's it, and it sort of started to, started to appear in, like, the early 2011s, and originally it was uh, also called UK Bass as well. That's pretty much it, to be honest. Is, is, uh, is post dubstep just normal dubstep but delivered by Royal Mail? <laughs> Oh, God, that, that joke's not going to age well. No. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be here all week. Post-dubstep is when uh, the postal service decided to go from what music they were doing and tried to do some EDM instead. And forgot to deliver all the mail. <laughs> right. It's like Postman Patter to rave. <laughs> we've, we've gone completely off topic here, fellas. Like, well, yeah, some editing to do on this. We ain't, we ain't <laughs> done that for a while. So we're going to choose a genre for next time, and it is, I believe it's... Oh, no. It's my turn, I think. Oh, no, go on then, Rich. No, this, no, 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 no. It's both of your turn. Oh, fuck. Well, we've got a new one because, now. Because, as we know, over the eons of doing this podcast, most weeks we'll talk about Neil bringing his Neil music... And we'll talk about Wayne bringing his <laughs> Wayne music. But no one's ever said, ooh, this is Richie music. I want you two to go away and find the closest thing in the submissions to what you would consider Richie music. And then the next time we meet up, I will say who got the closest. Right. Ooh, okay. that's interesting. Well, this is this is new. So on the next episode, me and Neil are going to go and find some Richie music. <laughs> <laughs> And that's going to be entered into the uh, the UA, uh, the YHHTMPC Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge mode Go mode, Bible. Go Bible. God, imagine trying yeah. to say that Richie three times music. Richie music? So. Especially, when you, especially when you had a few glasses of wine. I'm going to find some dubstep jazz. That's what I'm going to go for. <laughs> dubstep jazz. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense, but it keeps just making <laughs> you want to dance. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> 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 It's just turned into a scat in this. That's all this episode has turned into. It's devolved into this. Anyway. God, it's been such a random episode. Oh, really so, right, I'm normally good at hosting, but it's all fell apart tonight. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> um, 
And we move on to our final section now, which is the artist spotlight, uh, which is all to do with our, our special guest from uh, the, Cana- uh, the Canadians, um, our friend Angel, who is a producer. So uh, what's, what's life been like for you at the moment, Angel? Are you in the studio? Uh, what's what's uh, all occurring in uh, in your half of the world? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm currently, you know, back in the studio. But really, I've just been taking some time to just reflect. Again, this year has been a pretty... It's been a pretty interesting, tough year, you know, so, um, uh, you know, when all this came down, I, I just decided to just take a break for a little bit and just kind of reflect and, you know, um, get back to the basics of music and get back to why I even got into music, you know, because when you're young, you know, you get into music for a lot of different reasons when then when you you know you then when you go through it and you achieve something and get older it, it becomes the reason becomes different over time i thought I, I start to feel like so i just want to take a step back um be less corporate about it and just get back to the art form so really that's all i've been doing just writing and producing you know my own stuff and you know and that's all just you know spending time with my 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 two little my two little girls and um, and my wife, and that's it. Just being a dad, you know, and listening to more music, being a student, you know, being more of a student of music, and you know, getting into all genres and stuff like that, and just learning more. Yeah, you're in good company. Yeah. I think that's what lockdown's been good for for a lot of people. Is taking a bit of stock, you know, slowing down from normal day, everyday life sort of thing. So on a normal, you know, post, uh, you know, um, pre-lockdown year. It, what's what's life look like for you in the studio? Are you in are you in constantly? Is that your main job? You know, is it? Do you deal with lots of artists, well, or have you I, got a few select? Yeah, well, I, I was working with a few artists and um, just um, basically, you know, doing all the marketing and branding and you know the managing and whatnot, and just helping to facilitate their dreams, you know, and and um, working on the social media strategies and trying to, you know, create platforms. As you know, even before the pandemic, social media is such a huge thing right now. Uh, it's always, it's been for many years that everybody needs a plan. You know, you need a plan in order to get out there and engage and draw in new fans. And, and so that was my day-to-day, just working with artists, helping them to come up with uh, uh, detailed plans in order to engage new fans and, and keep them generate traffic. Then I would head to the head to the studio, and then come home and write some more, and just spend time with my family, and then go to sleep, wake up, and do the same thing. And in between, just you know, work out. Right. So, so like as well as being a producer, you're obviously an all rounder as well. You do all the like the managerial stuff, is it? I suppose, and and the promotion work of it. Is that something that you sort of fell into, or is it something you decided to do from the start? Yeah, you know, I, I sort of fell into it, but I have to. I have to admit, I'm not really crazy about it. Um, although it can be rewarding at times, there's a, there's, a, there's a part about this business that a lot of people don't see. You know? Yes, <laughs> I agree. That people really don't see. You know, They see guys like you guys, and guys go in, you, you put your heart into it, and you work your, your butts off. And, and, and people, there's, a, pre, there's, a, there's a, a misconception that it just happens. But when you pull back the curtain, there's a lot of... There's a lot of things going on that people don't know of, and um, it's 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 not that easy. And I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but my hope in the future is to to do a documentary, and I will, and to show like real, not the made for TV 
stuff where they make everything look glossy to show the truth about what really happens behind the scenes, what what people like us really have to go through in order to to have the platforms that we have and uh, to make things happen. As a manager, it's something that I don't know how much, I don't know if I like it. And I, don't, I don't think I'm, it's not something that I really want to do too much of because I just find, I find the business really crazy. Mm. And there's just, n- people just don't know what really goes on. I think that's and if they the knew, whole, yeah. they we, we, see the 95%. Yeah, we had a whole backlash in you this know, They, they against... see what they, they see online. They see the finished product. Yeah. You feel like, oh, that's it. That's a finished product. So, it must, yeah. you know, but there's that other portion that is very crazy. That mm-hmm. um, if you you, you got to have a special, you have to have an intestinal fortitude to actually go through it and, and, and want to do it. There has to be a love for it. Or yeah, I, I've yeah. been well. I think we all have it in, on the podcast at some point. But I'm currently going through that where all the stuff comes on top of you and life gets in the way and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And what seems to the the average person is just a podcast that we've thrown together. They don't realise that we're having to contact so many people within the music industry and we have struggles with some people in the industry and then you've got the promotion and you've got everything else and they don't see that. They just see a nice little polished podcast. And it's the same with yourself, I imagine. all, All they see is... The nice polished music that you've you've put together, you, you point it out for the masses. But there's only the few people that really appreciate sometimes what you've done. It's like we've had the conversation in the past where I've listened to some of your music and I've pulled out the details within the music. I said that you know you've got certain nuances within the music that accentuate parts of the the song that most people will miss, but it's a detail that's essential to that song. It really lifts that part. And they don't see that. They don't see the, you know, the, the pain that you've put into it. And it's just one of those things. You know, yeah, we don't like it, but we still strive and carry on in a way. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why, you know, it's important to support. You know, that's why, you know, um, we got to support each other, man. Yeah. Like we got to. It that doesn't matter. Ever, you know, you got to make the time. You know, and I'm, I'm a firm believer that no matter how big you get, and, and no matter how big or how small you got, we. We as artists, entertainers, and you know, and, uh, and and disc jockeys and producers and whatever we want to call ourselves, we need a community where we can support ourselves and support sorry to support each other and help each other whatever way we can. That's why I respect what you do. I, I think it's great, and um, um, the platform is great. And you know, I'll always be here to support in whatever way I can. I, I it's important. Well, thank you, you very know, much. Because yeah, we we all need it. Oh, you know, more, now get crazy yeah. and you're right you know what you just said is so true life does get in the way it does mm-hmm. but uh, for some reason for us again people have the misconception that this is what we do so it's it just it's perfect uh, you know it, it just it, i mean it has to be look it's polished it has to be perfect but no that's not the truth mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that goes into getting things um to look a certain way and, and feel and be a certain way so but that being said it's a blessing I love the industry. I wish it wasn't so political, but I, I love I love music. You know, I, I, uh, music. My God, it lifts you up, right? Mm. I love the art form. So, so same music. Yeah. Uh, what's the song you chose to bring uh, for the artist spotlight this week? It's a song called All of Me. Um, oh, it's actually, it's a, it's a it's a very old song. I just I don't know why I chose it, but it's uh, I it's uh, it's um, it's like a retro. 
again, I'm sorry, you guys are going to get sick of hearing the word 80s, but it's like a retro mm-hmm. song of mine, and I just decided to, to throw it in there, let you guys hear it and see. It's a true story. And uh, yeah. Awesome. And uh, so, so that's one of your. Uh, who is that somebody you still work with? Do, I mean, is that all you, or do you have like a vocalist on it? No, actually, this one is uh, this one is me. Okay, awesome. Yeah, this one is me. Never mind the singing. I'm whatever. Like I, <laughs> I, like I demo my own stuff and you know whatnot. Just to, but it's something that I put together that I just you know I was feeling like Tom Jones one night. <laughs> we should all feel and, like uh, that. <laughs> I don't see, you know. <laughs> so I mean I don't know, you know. So I just I put it together and uh, you know and uh, yeah and uh, I, I wrote it about a real experience and. Yeah, that sounds it. awesome. So and I thought they, I would just share it with you guys, man. So hate it, like it, doesn't matter. I just it's 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 music, man. Part it's, of your journey to where you are now. It's part of my journey, man. And I used to be so insecure about that stuff. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't play anything, especially with me singing, because I don't consider myself a vocalist at all. I've worked with some awesome vocalists. I don't consider myself a vocalist at all. I never would want to show anybody my stuff. But you know, it's and like. What well, you just said, it's part of it's part of my journey, so why not? You know? Well, we appreciate you well, sharing well, it with us. We do, yeah. So what are you currently working on? I mean, have you, have you got any artists that you're working with at the moment? I know you've been working with Paige Blossom. Is that still something that's still going ahead? Are you still in the yeah, studio? Yeah, that's still something that's going ahead. Because of COVID, it's been tough to get into the studio, you know what I mean? But, um, but that's something that is still trekking along. I, uh, I'm working with a, a young boy, 14 years old, um, a rapper. He's a... Uh, but a, a very, but he's positive. It's very cool. I, um, he's he's an incredible dancer. His name is Kalen, and uh, so I'm working with him right now. You know, something that, that just fell into my lap, and I'll definitely share his stuff with you very soon. He's great. We, you know, we shot two videos and um, a song called "Can't Tell Me" and "New World." Great young man, a big heart. You know, comes from an awesome family, and uh, he he has the courage to to do something different and say something different. I'm, I'm excited for him. So I'm working on that right now. Cool. And, uh, yeah. We look forward to hearing from him then. Anything else to add, Wayne? I don't think so. I think we're at the end. If, uh, if people want to find you, Angel, if they want to tap you up on uh, Facebook and all the, all the likes and emails on that, where's the best you know place what? to get hold of you? You know what? It's so, right now, I, I have no platform. So believe it or not, that's so, so strange. But I will sue. And as soon as, because I just never, I, you know, I went through a period, I just didn't want to be on social media anymore. I just, I can't see why just not. I mean, it's, it's such a lovely, wholesome place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just so ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like who cares what you're eating? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like really, you know what I mean? So, but I'm, I'm about to get back on those platforms. Do you have a website where people can get hold of you if they, yeah, if they want yeah. to well, right do any work a, with you? Um, it's angel, angelpark.com. Okay. Um, and Park is P. PRC, angelpark.com. There'll be more info updated on there very soon. You know, it's brand new. I'm just getting back into the swing of things and um, they're crazy first uh, half of the year. So I'm just slowly just building things back up again. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah, well, we'll put that in the show notes anyway. So, yeah, Wayne. Yeah, so um, thanks very much for joining us, Angel. You know what? Thank you guys so much, man. I appreciate it, Richie. Thank you for having me on your show again. You guys are awesome. Uh, So we've reached the end of the episode. Uh, On the next episode, obviously, we'll have the head-to-head. No chance of me and Neil winning. Richie's the out-and-out champion of season three. Um, But we'll bring some more songs for you to check out that we think are brilliant. Uh, We'll have the wild card. 
you know, again, just random, random song that we, you know, either enjoy or really hate. You'll find out on that episode. The Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge Mode, which is Richie music. And me and Neil have been challenged to bring some Richie music. So, and Richie's going to judge which one's the closest, which is going to be, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to that. Re- rejuvenated oh. the section, I feel. A little bit, yeah. Uh, and then we'll. Fi- who's the you know, who's the special guest on the next episode, Rich? I forgot to ask. The special guest on the next episode is. It is Alan Cormack. Alan Cormack. Oh yes, I remember Alan Cormack. He was a, a artist of the week, I believe. He was artist of the week, and he sent us performance for the festival that we did. Oh right, okay, excellent. Sorry, yeah. old Mark. Actually, he was, a, he was a really good artist of the week. He should be a really good guest. I'm really looking forward to having him on. He's a Scottish geezer. I believe so, yeah. Oh, Irish, I think, with a name like that. Nah, Scottish. I'm sure he's. Right. Of some Celtic descent. <laughs> Mm. Um, so yeah so Alan, Alan Cormack is our special guest on the next episode go check us out go uh, uh, you can find us at yhhtmpc.com by all means if you're an artist or a band and you want to drop us uh, your music info at yhhtmpc.com and that'll join our multitudes and we'll get through to, through to them at some point please do not send Dropbox, file, Dropbox files as they are pains in the arse a YouTube link or a SoundCloud link something like that Spotify link something we can just instantly go to they're, they're always the best and they'll get you listened to far quicker than, than trying to download Dropbox because we're old men and we don't understand it that's what the problem is. Sometimes we have to download it and then fucking delete it afterwards. Exactly. And, uh, and that was being more diplomatic. Try and, away, try and stay away from Spotify because I'm too tight to pay for a <laughs> Spotify account. And if you want to jump the queue and get listened to earlier, you can join our Give page. us some money. You can, for the price of a pint a month, you can join our Patreon and we'll listen to your music immediately. You support us, we will support you. You're not paying for the privilege, you're just supporting us and we're doing the same in return. Dutch, uh, Dutch, wink, wink, say no more. And we might do other stuff in the future as well to support artists as soon as we get more Patreons. But yep, yeah, that will get you to the front of the queue, listen to. And uh, we'll probably give you, if you're a Patreon and supporting us, we'll probably give you a play anyway of some sort on one of our episodes in the future. Not as good as a wink to a blind man. Hey, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more. Say no more. Oh, dear me. So we've gone. We've we've shied away from just all-out scatting into uh, our usual, you know, fallback. Into Monty Python, Monty quotes. Python, yeah. Or slagging off you two. We've done all three on this episode. We've done well. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that's pretty much covered it all, hasn't it? There's not. There's mm-hmm. nothing else left to say other than. Uh, oh, there is. Yeah. One last oh, thing. Oh, I've oh, been oh. Richie. Oh, you fucking stole my thunder. I was just about to say that. I've been mine. Bastard Neil. Thank you for listening. If indeed. You still are. Fuck off. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> Bye. Oh, well. Sexual. I left you with all of me. Now I see why I set you free. Because of your selfish kind of love you and I could never
Summer is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Cooking out, diving in, and soaking up a whole lot of sunshine. The Home Depot has everything you need to start your summer right. Upgrade your cookout game with Traeger grills and smokers. Then gather around a new Hampton Bay patio set with family and friends. It feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot with savings on summer fun. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.